Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, and welcome to another special episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles and no description of Deacon in the last episode. So, Sarah, what does he look like? <laughs> uh, Deacon is a half-elf. Um, he has big furry boots. He ha- is a leather clad in very functional clothes. He has a huge rucksack on his back. He has long brown hair which is sort of down to his shoulders and most of it is kind of matted and dreaded and uh, at the moment given things that have happened to him he's actually got what looks like it could be an undercut but is actually huge burn marks on the side of his head which means that some of his hair is missing oh deacon i know land land amazing we love him so much yeah uh Amazing. I'm uh, David Knight, uh, your dungeon master, he, him. Um, I'm joined by these Warren runners. Uh, Can everyone just remind our listeners of your names and your characters? We'll go around the table. Uh, Sarah, over to you first. Okay, well, I think I've kind of covered half of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm Sarah, pronouns she, her, and I'm uh, Deacon Fireheart Buttons, who is uh, pronouns he, him. And um, yeah, he's uh, an adventurer with a purpose, who has a special compass is getting him somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. Hi everyone, uh, Vicky, uh, pronouns she, her. I'm playing Gail, uh, pronouns she, they, who is a local smuggler and a local folklore believer and teller. <gasps> Hi, I'm Grace Kelly Miller. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm playing Gary Braithwaite, aka Gary Baldy, uh, because he hasn't got much hair. And uh, his pronouns are he, him. He is the guard captain at uh, Gallant's Gate, and he is trying to get to the bottom of an incident that has happened in the Warren. Hi, I'm Ben Galpin, pronouns he, him. I am playing Thorn, pronouns he, they, who is. Definitely just a corporal in the guard. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Secret. <laughs> um, As we sat around the table, the, Ben just shot Grace a really lovely, like, cheeky side eye. <laughs> I feel like everyone needs to know that that flavour is job. happening. I, we don't get cheeky side eye on Zoom, no, so no, it's wonderful. It work on Zoom. We do not. It doesn't work on Zoom. Um, and, uh, yeah, Thorn is a, a shifter, so Piers sort of cat like feline humanoid yeah cool hi i'm dara bailey pronouns he him i'm playing eloise de toussaint who is 
a member of the Associates, a guild of assassins and duelists trying to get through to the other side of Trevane. And she is not dodgy at all. <laughs> no, you can read her like a book. She has no secrets to tell. Is it Dravain on the other side or Ayland? Oh, or is Aylan. it? Ayland's on the other side. Uh, You're yeah. on the Dravain side of yeah, the border. Yeah, yeah. Clap, retcon. No! <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I am playing Eloise de Toussaint. She, her pronouns. And she is a member of the guild called the Associates, a guild of assassins and duelists trying to get through the border of Dravain and into Ayland. She's <laughs> trying to get through the border of... Of fuck! <laughs> yeah. I fly through the door. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get across the Dravain Ayland border. Thank yeah. you. Trying to get through the Dravain Ayland border. Noise. So, as a reminder, uh, here is a content warning for this miniseries. Um, this miniseries is exploring the horror genre, mm. which means that there might be themes and moments that some listeners find uncomfortable. For a full content warning, please check out the show notes for this episode um, and keep yourself safe. Right. Is everybody ready to explore the Warren? Mm. Yeah. Are rabbits ready? Then let's cue the theme tune. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and D20 Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades don't fail your saves No risk too great, no choice too bold This is your story No guts, no glory Confront your fate with every roll Every Inside one who will pay the price Their chance of success will rest upon the dice No risk too great, no choice too bold This is no small goals So, Deacon arrives at Shepherd's Ridge and Gallant's Gate at the Dravain border Finding the gate closed due to an incident, Deacon was offered a different passage by a local smuggler, Gale, who also shared the legend of the shepherd. <gasps> Choosing instead to offer his blade to the guard in resolving the issue, Deacon met a trio of warriors, Rosie, Cade, and Thirion. Then Captain Gary Braithwaite, aka Gary Baldy, explained that having attempted to stop the increasing smugglers, a unit of guards had entered the Warren a series of tunnels beneath the hills, and not returned. The plan was to investigate and find out what had really happened. Deacon, 
not convinced at the plan, decided to attempt to broker an alliance between the guard and the local smugglers, and, with Corporal Thorne in tow, returned to Gale in the Herder's Glory Tavern. Gale then took them both into a secret space beneath the tavern, where Eloise, another of Gale's clients, was waiting to cross. They all agreed to meet the guard within the warren and set off, dead rabbits in hand. As they walked down further into the darkness, they reached a small cavern, and there in the shadow, Deacon caught a glimpse of a pale face smiling out. Alright then. <laughs> Do you turn to look at the face as it's sort of lingering in the darkness there? Oh yeah, Deacon, yeah, Deacon, yeah for, for sure. Amazing. Um, you've got a hooded lantern in your hand as well, anyway. Um, yeah, it's just like, uh, yeah, there's a Deacon just assumes. Lights. And there's dancing lights. There's kind dancing of, lights, yeah. yeah. So Deacon just assumes this is just a person that's down there. So mm. it's like, a, literally, just going to raise the lantern up and look. And just like, All right. Um, you okay? As you sort of turn to focus the light a little bit more on the face, you realise it's not a person at oh all. Oh, my God. Great. What is it? <laughs> it's a wall painting. and in fact as you sort of look at this sort of uh, pale faced image with like a a dark shape of a of a body around it that there are a few more of these sort of drawn in different places on the walls along with a whole number of names and scratches and messages that actually as soon as you read them they are not worrying in the slightest they are all people that have passed through cool Guys, have you seen this? Come on, have a look. Do it, does it, any of it look familiar? Does any of it match up with a story, please? Yeah, um, 100%. This is well, not like a custom uh, or this is not a superstition in any way, but where this is a, a good resting spot for anyone passing through this smuggling route, um, quite often they have just sat and doodled for a little bit. Huh. A lot of the images that you see, there are other versions of this pale-faced figure Um on the wall, some of them crooks in hand, sort of shepherd's crooks, that you're like, oh yeah, that's that's the shepherd. So people have been drawing the shepherd on the wall. Exactly. People passing through. Uh, and would we have seen this before? You yes. said looking over at Vicky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyone that's... Um, you would have sat and watched people draw on, or maybe not, maybe encouraged it to, to ward off... Yeah, so Deacon would definitely push for more information on that for from these guys, mm. uh, from uh, from Gail and from Thorn, about more about what that is. Just for yeah, do you remember that story I told you, the free one? That's oh, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's him from the story. Oh, <laughs> a little bit creepy. Less sheep though than I was expecting, but yeah, it's good. Well, if you want, you can chalk up your own drawing on the wall. Well, when I've got inspiration, I'm not the best artist. I'm not going to lie. It's more for luck than for inspiration. Yeah. Does it work even if I just do like a little stick man? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I'll do that. Then. That sounds fun. <laughs> so, and I've got some chalk as well, which is very handy because that's what the guys gave me. And I'm glad you've reminded me actually because oh. when I, what I need to do is make sure I leave some little arrows so that when the others come and join right. us, then they know where to go. That's good. Okay, that. well, let's draw a few arrows on the floor and draw a little drawing on the wall. And yeah, maybe if the shepherd follows these arrows to come kill us. Well, we've got friends who need to find where we are. Maybe we could wait here for a few minutes, see if they uh, are following. Well, as you're a member of the guard, you must know where the entrance is. Is it near to here? David, is the Mm. entrance near? (laughs) Um, So this room 
sort of this small cavern as it kind of widens out um, and curves a little bit. There are many different pathways off of it. Mm. Um, obviously, those that have travelled through know the, the paths that you need to follow. Um, make an investigation check. Because I'm not sure whether or not Thorn would have actually come down with the guard into this space. Can I guide myself? Yeah, go yeah. for it. <laughs> what am I what am I looking for? I'm looking for if there's a path that I recognize from having come leading in with back. the guard. Exactly. But yeah, so which you wouldn't have come down yourself, but you know that the guard's entrance into the warren is slightly newer. Ah, okay. So I'm having a look for new material. Yeah. Okay. So as I have a little look, my eyes are just gonna flash with a little bit more sort of feline looks than they usually have to them as Thorn investigates. Ooh. Non-natural 20. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Um, again, having I'm been... I'm just going to say it's painful. My inner Orin is crying that my investigation score is plus zero. <laughs> <laughs> What's the opposite of an abracalad? <laughs> I think it's just a mere mortal. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's... Um, there's very definitely a newer entrance. Mm. Um, it's not actually directly into this space, like sort of as you kind of have a peek down some of the other sort of uh, branching tunnels with your hooded lantern, you realise that, yeah, one of them clearly has a lot more dust in it, okay. a lot more, yeah, broken stone. So there's, wherever it is that the guards have dragged in from, that's where they've, that's where they've reached the warren. And is there any sound of anyone coming down that passageway? No. Well, I think I've found the path that we're looking for. This is probably where they'll come from. Um, oh, great. So we just need to do an arrow from here so they can see where they're going, yes? Yes. Or, as I say, other options wait here for a few minutes, see if they follow quickly. Well, we can put, we can put the arrow down whilst we're waiting, you know, True. two birds, one stone and all that. Two sheep, oh, one I crook. would put the arrow down only if we don't meet up with them, right? Yes. Yeah. Good. We've got, we got to be quite stealthy down in these warrens. Oh. You never know who... Or what is around the corner. We've got to keep our ears to the ground. Right. Literally. Deacon puts his head on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Again, Sarah just like crooked her head down (laughs) towards the seat in which she was sitting on as she said that. (laughs) Thank you for tuning into my running commentary. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Remind me, why have people put their names on this wall? This is supposed to be a smuggling route. Good point, well made. Does Gail know why people do that? Don't know. It wouldn't have been like a out of fear kind of thing. It's more like graffiti in some instances. Ah, okay. That that's... I survived crossing here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's more vandalism. Right. That like I I think the like if you want to draw a shepherd, I think that's one thing. If you want to put your name on the wall, you do you. But it's a bit of a stupid idea. It's a bit curious that this this close to the entrance. There's pictures of people drawing the shepherd. I'd imagine they'd encounter the shepherd further in, down into the cave itself. I think the story is quite well known in these parts. People know the tale of the shepherd. Would have drawn him this close to the entrance. It's a bit curious. Maybe they came back this way and drew what they saw before he or, took them. Or drew what they hoped they wouldn't see when they came in. Huh. But people come through the caves both ways. Can I investigate? I <laughs> I'm going to take a closer look at the page. See if, like, mm-hmm. up the same instrument to write names is the same as any of the doodles. Mm. Ooh, yes. 
That's a very good question. It's a 13. A 13? Yeah. In some instances, you can find some comparisons, like um, that uh, some people have clearly picked up like bits of rock off the ground, drawn the squiggle of a face and a bit of a shape, mm-hmm. and then written their name nearby. Like You can see some matching of... Yeah. Of... Um, not ink, like tool use. Right. Um, some of the scratching in, you can see like uh, similar patterns. But then there are others that are very, not different designs, mm. but they are almost painted on. Right. With what? With paint. Paint. Yeah. Paint. Not yeah. Like there's 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 no there's no moss. red blood or anything yeah. like that in it. It's all, all right. it's all fairly monochrome and like the names are either scratched in or marked in with, with right. like chalk or something but there's there, there are some images of the shepherd that are painted right and it's just names not like I survived don't go this way no warning <laughs> no messages just names Steve was here yeah, yeah. I mean survived. there are there's the occasional message like don't forget your rabbit that kind of right. um, thing like wishing people luck there's no worrying messages mm. Um, it re- you really do get the sense that this is just uh, um, almost like a message board from other travellers. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Would we know why people have drawn the shepherd? Like, the, like whether it's just a, like... Yeah, like, it, yeah, in a kind of, like, almost like trying to relieve their own fear in some way. It's like, oh, if I draw a picture of it on the wall there, then it's, like, you know, I know that it's just a picture of painting. It's not real. Right. Or in some instances, I was sure that you would have experienced is that some people are like, hey, 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 let me tease other people coming through by drawing yeah. a scary picture. Got you. That's yeah. kind of a bit of both. I think of that in that case, on. Gail has definitely drawn one of those pictures at some point. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Don't you think that one over there is really good? Yeah. <laughs> so lifelike. So how long do you wait in this cavern before moving on? Mm. Guys, I'm getting bored. <laughs> Just need to crack on. Right. Let's give it 10 minutes. 10 minutes? I was going to say 10 minutes. Well, they would have left before the easy to get here. The guard can be a little, I don't want to say slow, but go at their own pace. Now, what about entertaining the possibility that uh, they don't make it this way? Is there a chance that they could have been waylaid before they got here this early on in their expedition? It's entirely possible that a well-placed birthday cake could distract them. If we go on without the guard, do we still get this year's freebie? No, you need, you need the guy. You need him. That, um, your captain. Gary. Gary. Yeah, well, think about it this way. If the captain was to succumb to some kind of birthday cake incident, surely you'd be next in line to lead the guard, wouldn't you, Corporal? Um. I don't know if I'm next in line. No, I don't. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> You've not Probably been part not. of it long yeah. enough. There's a few other people uh, in really, my way. And I really enjoyed that build-up from Grace there, sat shaking her head, shaking her head, shaking her head. No, no, I need to say thorn. something. No, I mean, no. no. I'm sorry, not that thorn. is not the way I run my border control. <laughs> but if the shepherd has his way, well, there might not be a say in the matter. Right, hang on a second. I thought this old shepherd was supposed to be in the world. The, the guard dudes, right, they're outside. Yeah. So they're not here yet. No. They will get here, I'm yeah. sure. Like, you seem a little bit reticent about this plan. Don't worry, it'll be fine. But let's just get him inside. It'll be fine. He's going to come. He's he's got too much to lose if he doesn't come. Mm -hmm. So, and these guys have got too much to lose if he doesn't come as well. So, 
let's just see. I'm fine. I'd, I'd rather just get cracking, to be honest, but if we've got oh, to wait so for another couple of minutes, we'll get, let's we'll get you through and... Let's get um, cracking then and just leave a arrow or something with the way we're going. I so mean, that's what we discussed, go. so it'll be fine. They'll catch us up. Okay. So you continue on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With an arrow pointing... Mm. I think um, Deacon's going to give a little shout. At the one, Whatever one he, uh, that Thorne has said, that's where they'll be coming from. Mm-hmm. Deacon's going to give a bit of a holler up there going, if you're there, come on down. We're here, but we are going to keep going. Catch us up. Can you use thaumaturgy to amplify someone else's voice? Ooh, I'll allow it, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I kind of um, put, place two fingers in the back of Deacon's neck and they feel a little little, little vibration. That's brilliant, that is. Woof. Yeah, and it kind of reverberates not only around the cabin, but almost down every tunnel uh, in oh, the space. No. Like Graham Norton and Father mm. Ted down in the cave. <laughs> sure. I mean, I was thinking a slightly scarier way, but yeah. yeah. Like, yeah oh, sorry, like... horror genre. <laughs> horror genre. <laughs> mm. Now, Gary and hopefully whoever he's been able to assemble will be waiting kind of near the entrance, like listening for anything. Can I do a perception check or am I too far away? Um, or dead? No, I'll say, I'll say you don't even need to make a perception check for that. Like, however far you'd gotten into the tunnel, you would have heard that. Okay. Yeah. Whether or not you were waiting at the entrance or at... Like kind of a little enter. bit. I think like we'd be like on the cusp. Yeah. Like, you know, like a little down. bit in, but a bit nervous to go in until we know that there's more people in there. So when he hears Deacon, um, I imagine you'll all hear a little... Um, as, uh, oh, all right, all right, Mopsy, calm down, calm down. Yeah, uh, lead the way, sniff him out. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to start heading. Mm-hmm. Um, Do we hear that? I would say you hear the, the dog. Most distant dog. Brilliant. Um, it's taken you guys about an hour of walking to get to where you are. Mm. So, yeah, it's only with the thaumaturgy forcing your voice throughout this cavern um, <laughs> that it's, it's managed to reach them. So but you, you, can, you can just about hear a dog in the distance, but you, you don't know how long, how far it's going to take for them to reach you. But we know that they're there. Yeah. I imagine we'll be kitted out with, like, torches and what have you. Mm-hmm. So how long are you going to wait for them? Should we wait here? Well, it sounds like they're coming. Strength I mean, maybe we should, like, yeah, strength in numbers, or we stroll slowly in the right direction. Because we have got the chalk. But do you think that's a really bad idea? Well, we've alerted everything in this cave. But that's kind of my thought, to be honest. I didn't realise yes. it was going to blast through the whole thing. It was fun, though. Oh, I did. But uh, just to see what else is here. <laughs> Great. Yeah, let's let's head on steadily and hope that they're uh, okay. faster. Slow. Yeah, we'll be slow. Yeah. Little chalk arrow, not too big because as it says that Deacon's drawn one like this, <laughs> about a meter on the floor. Thorn just rubs it out with their paw. <laughs> 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 just draws a smaller, much subtler <laughs> <laughs> arrow. Yeah, brilliant. While we walk, does anyone want to hear a story? Right, is this like the first story? Is it like the second story? Because I just want to be prepared for where this is going to go. The second one. <laughs> okay, yes, all right. We're, we're walking, so I've got other things to do. Go on then, tell us a story. I'll have the biscuit first, please. Uh, Deacon worries about in, the pa- in his pack. <sighs> I haven't got a biscuit anymore. I've only got a flapjack. Is that all right? Oh, I see <laughs> better, thank you. All oh, right, great. There you go. All right, new story. <laughs> it's about... 
They've been in there for about three months. I, hope that's okay. <laughs> I bought them from out. Woden Isles Bakery. Frozen flapjack. Holland and Harrod. Defrosted flapjack. Sorry, I interrupted your story, Gary. I'm going to take us back into the horror genre. This story is about a man, and he's got knives for fingers and every time a child falls asleep breaks into their dream and kills them one by one and he's chasing this one girl and then she picks up the phone to call her boyfriend What's and his phone? mouth What's comes phone? <laughs> <laughs> his mouth what please finish the story hang on his mouth what I'm more Comes intrigued about this. Comes out of the receiver. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> Shall I retcon that? <laughs> yeah, is there another way to work uh, this out? I feel like we all know what you're talking about. Out <laughs> the sending no, no. stone? Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's this one girl, and uh, she's in the middle of casting a sending spell, and suddenly, in her brain, his mouth appears and, like, goes <laughs> right in her face and then kills her boyfriend, and then he kills her. Was he a... Creature of the Feywild. Yes. <laughs> Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't waste it. I also cannot remember if that was the ending of Friday the Thirteenth. It's been a while. Oh. Yeah. Did you enjoy that story a bit more? They're definitely interesting, and I think you've got a very creative imagination. <laughs> oh no, they're true stories. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. It's ve- very different kinds of stories round here to what I'm used to, but. Um, very good, very good. Deacon just sort of walks off in front and head down trying to get away. So you follow the path through winding tunnels. Do you know what? It started out that like, yeah, this story that Gail has told you, you're like, that's a silly story. And then as the silence kind of like takes over the group, the more you keep thinking about it and like slowly and surely it's like just picking up like more worrying aspects inside your head. You're like, no, 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 it's just, it was a silly story. Silly, absolutely serious. And then you're like, no, there's a man with fingers for knives and he's going to be in my dreams. And he's got no skin on his face either. Definitely Faye. (laughs) (laughs) Comforting noise of a poodle, a toy poodle far behind. You, um... You mark on the um, arrows as you pass through, but the, the tunnel and the warren starts expanding into smaller rooms uh, with branching tunnels. So trying to keep a, a strong enough marker each time is proving quite tough. Um, mm. Eventually, you start squeezing through this incredibly narrow tunnel to the point that any bags that you're carrying, you have to take off of your back, have them beside you so that you can move through the tunnels sort of shoulder first Mm. and then this particular one opens out into a wide plateau a space with a a cavern so large that the darkness beyond even as you try to to shine your torch out into it is is just inky blackness there is nothing the light doesn't even penetrate it in the slightest the path itself kind of edges off right at the edge of the um the plateau follows around a cliff edge a very narrow space, but um, it's here that Gail starts preparing her rabbits. Do we all need to do that? Yeah. 
Gail just like takes off the rabbit and is like, yeah, 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 get, you just got to get hold of your rabbit. Has everyone got it ready? I've got it in my hand. Mm. Yeah, I have this thing ready. Yeah, and you just got to throw it into the darkness. Yeah, and then she just throws it into the inky black. How do you know it's landed where it needed to go? You don't. Oh, okay. Hard or like just a little lob? With intention. Oh, okay. And Deacon like proper wangs it into the darkness. Yeah. And then he sceptically underhands it and chucks it up into the darkness and watches it fall. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, Thorn will chuck it with a little druid craft, little rabbit scent extra goodies mm. on it as it goes. Ooh, nice. And how many guards did you say were behind us? Four. She holds out the one remaining rabbit. You suddenly hear the uh, the, the toy poodle much closer. <laughs> and the dog. Wait, what? Four. And the dog. Well, the good news is you three are all right. The bad news is we've got one rabbit between three more people. Four more people. And the dog. And the dog. Why didn't they know about the rabbits? Everyone knows about the rabbits, it's just people don't believe in the rabbits. What happens if you don't have a rabbit? You die. How? Uh, do I know how? <laughs> no. Never not had a rabbit to find out, I suppose. Yeah, I always just throw a rabbit down and I don't die. You need the captain to survive because that's the one that's going to make everything how you need it to be. So for your benefit, you need to make sure the captain has a rabbit. The other three? Maybe they know the story. They seem to know a lot before they came down. They might have they their own rabbit. You never know. They a rabbit with them. Well, I guess we're about to find out, aren't we? You say that as you turn around in the sort of small slit that you've all squeezed out <gasps> of. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Captain. <laughs> oh, breathing in, breathing in. Wish I had the extra slice of cake. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, come on, following the arrows. Out comes uh, Captain Gary Braithwaite, uh, followed by Firion, Kane, and Rosie. Oh, finally, we caught up with you all. I've never been somewhere like this before, so... Well, it's like a warren, really, isn't it? I understand the name now. <laughs> Did you bring your rabbits? Rabbits? What rabbits? <laughs> so apparently, if you did not bring... A rabbit as a sacrifice, yeah. You forsake any protections against whatever ills lie ahead of us. Is that right, Gail? Yeah. Are you the captain? I'm the captain. Uh, nice to meet you, Gail. Uh, I'm assuming you're all reinforcements that my corporal and this deacon yes. has uh, managed to acquire from the uh, smuggling. We're on board with our plans, Captain. And you're the one that's given us a year? Yeah? If if you're able to help me find out what's been going on down here. Yeah, we hope you find out what's going on down here. No one breeds a word about what is going on down here. That's my intention. I'll keep my word to that. Then that's your rabbit. Throw it into the darkness. Uh, Go on, Captain. It's all right. Rosie sticks her hand up. Do I need a rabbit? No, it's all right. It's just one person that needs a rabbit. Inside check. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going to inside check that. Oh, I mean, you know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how, like, how, how deadly serious There's, um, Jail is about this. The other three share a look. Oh, no. You don't know if it's a good or a 
or a shifty one in the darkness. I want to insight check that. Make it a disadvantage, I would say, because it's three people in a dark space. That's a 12. A 12. Um, there is a, a slight worry. Eloise eases Winter's kiss from its scabbard, slowly. Uh, Gary is still standing there looking quite blank, holding the rabbit. Gary, I'd throw the rabbit if I were you. Yeah. Oh. Superstition, Captain, but sometimes... Ah, oh, su- superstition. Yes. Right, oh, okay. Um... Best to observe local practices. Well, uh, we've all done it, Captain. Don't worry. No, we haven't. We oh. only need one rabbit to go in. We haven't done it. Deacon whistles quietly and saunters off kicking the stones. <laughs> we watched um, what the last group throw a rabbit across. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we've got more people to help us. Sure. Yeah. I'll just throw the rabbit. He throws the rabbit and then does an inside check. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love that. Uh... Should I do a deception or a performance check, or is that? I'd say a deception because you've told a few little lies in there. That's (laughs) That's very generous. Slightly different little lies. (laughs) What did Grace get? Natural (laughs) twenty. And I have plus six for deception. Deception. Amazing. So I'm abracalading a (laughs) twenty-six. What did you get, Grace? Uh, An eighteen. An eighteen. So So, yeah, you know, you are skeptical, but well, Thorn seems to be quite on board with what's happened. So. Maybe you're just catching the wrong end of the stick, you know. And uh, or, or your dog's catching the wrong end of the stick. Vicky's holding oh, the natural oh. twenty up as if we were cameras. <laughs> <laughs> we're not on Zoom, Vicky. <laughs> okay, well, uh, um, uh, I have with me uh, Cade, Rosie, and Ferian. They they're some brave. Ad- just another question, says Rosie. Um, so you're saying I don't need a rabbit? No. Okay, but you're sure. Yeah. Okay, but you're really sure? Because I'm a bit... You know, I'm not liking this. I think, like, you're saying there's one, but were you just going to have one for the four of years before we turned up? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to come. You're more than welcome to turn back if you don't if you don't feel uh, comfortable down here. Well, no, well, I just I just want to make sure that I'm not in any danger, that you're not just leaving us out like. Well, I'm very appreciative of them coming down to uh, join you and work together as a team. Exactly. You know, this is an alliance and... Uh, I think this is the point where Gail messages over to Thorn <sighs> and, and just sort of looks at him and, and messages, should we send them back or are they going to die? David, what is, what is, what have I heard of rabbits and not bringing rabbits? And this is, this happens with every trip. I don't know how much you want to believe the superstition of the rabbit. That's entirely up to you. But everyone brings a rabbit. Yeah, and Gail is pretty into the, into throwing a rabbit off. <laughs> Gail believes if they don't throw a rabbit, they will die. Yeah. I think Thorn is maybe on the fence, but <laughs> maybe they should go and get a rabbit. Maybe you should go and get a rabbit. Well, where am I going to get a rabbit from, Danny? I know it's called the Warren, but I haven't seen a bloody rabbit, have I? Go back into town and get a rabbit and catch us up, I think, is probably the best answer. Well, I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm going to fall half arrows all around, and then it's going to, I'm going to turn back without the captain. That's an awful idea. They'll think that we killed him. Well, if you feel safe for following us, then stick Well, no, with I us. don't feel safe. That's what I'm saying. It's bloody dark down here, isn't it? All right, I don't know if you've seen around. Can't see my arm in front of me bloody foot, you know. <laughs> Deacon's going to go and help out and go. 
I've got biscuits. Would that would that do? You said you didn't have any biscuits. You said you only had a flapjack. Oh, you're right. I have a deception. Insight. Look, it's been a while. It's fine. I've got I've, I've got flapjack. Can would that work? Who has the highest passive perception? Oh, oh no. 16. Definitely not going to be me. Not Mine's me. terrible. Mine's 12. <laughs> Mine's 9. <laughs> Mine's 10. 17. Oh. Oh. Very good. Abraka lad. The smugglers know. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so Gail then, uh, as you're sort of having this discussion, turning around, sort of caught in between a group of people just trying to sort out this, this rabbit situation, um, just peeking over the cliff edge of the plateau is the face of a, a young elf with long matted hair drenched with sweat hanging across their face and they have an outstretched hand sort of clinging desperately to the rocks with like fear filling their eyes and sort of like almost like sort of grabbing into the dirt like holding on to the edge as much as they can uh their mouth is kind of like moving in sort of panted and it's almost as if they're trying to call for help but there is no noise Do, like, do they look real? Do they look like a shepherd? Do they look, <laughs> <laughs> do they like, look like, like a, a panicked person who's dying? They look like a panicked person who's dying. Somebody who needs help. That's what it looks like. Somebody who, if nobody runs over to help them, they are going to fall. I know exactly what I would do as Vicky. I would help them. But Gail. Gail is the only person that's seen them so far. Does Gail tell anyone? No. <gasps> Amazing. How do you how do you deal with the situation then? I think she just ignores them. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. So Rosie continues arguing. So like, I need a rabbit, but I gotta go back. So you're saying how long is it gonna take me to get back? Are any of you gonna come back with me? No. What do you mean no? No, we've got to, we've got to get on. Look, look, I'd say I look, do whatever you want to do. Well, uh, come on now, there there must be something we can do to make this work together. You young lad, you you seem to be very good at bringing people together. There's got to be something we can use in place of a rabbit. There's something that we've seen, or we can just you know, is there a sign? Chuck is a flapjack over. I've suggested this. I think, you know, I'm, I don't really like to waste my food, but if it means that these people are going to be protected, let's just... I've got the rest of this birthday cake. Sure, I mean, what's It was a lot? tray bake, so there was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to go. Chuck the cake over and let's go. I think you have Rosie a choice. Rosie starts walking around in front of you. No, no, no. Like, until we sort this out, like, I'm not... Why would I go further in if I'm in danger? That's well, what I want to know. Either, either go back and get a rabbit or come with us and feel unsafe. You should probably that's not. Leave. That, I mean, but that's. But yeah, nope, nope. Surely, if, if 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 we need this to to look after us, then whatever will will get me might come after you as well. It'll just assume that you're with us, right? I don't think it works that way, friend. I mean, if you came down here without your rabbit, and we've established that you need a rabbit sacrifice to protect you. Well, actually, you in the cave. um, uh, that that information wasn't passed on to me and my group here. Which so, is truly uh, unfortunate but there's nothing we can do to procure rabbits right here in this instance. I think the safest thing for you friend is to forget the coin. 
forget the accolades, forget the fame and reputation you might gain from this endeavour and just hold on to your life for what it's worth. Is it really worth risking the dangers and the unknown of these wardens for two gold a day? Or trust us that one rabbit is enough. And that you got the protection of a group to have your back? My life. I. Your life. And a jagged spike forced <gasps> its way out of her face. <gasps> As you watch, <gasps> this spike opens up, almost grabs her face from the outside and just wrenches her back into the darkness. <gasps> into the, into oh the pit. Yeah. Or into the pit. Into the pit. Well, I didn't <gasps> see that coming. And that body starts clambering its way up the cliffside. What? All of you instantly see this young elvish torso torso rise up followed by a writhing mass of bloody flesh and half-formed faces barbed bones wrenched through pale skin twitching tentacles protruding from toothless mouths and this massive creature just plants itself at the edge can we roll initiative please well there's the answer to that to all Hello, David here, your devilish DM. If this horror-themed four-parter is your first experience of No Small Roles, then welcome and thank you for joining us. If you are curious about our main campaign, we suggest listening up to episode 8 and then see how you're feeling about the show from there. There is also a handy recap of episodes 1 to 5 if you want a head start on that. And also, if you want to hear more from Deacon, you can find Sarah guesting on episodes 16 to 18. For our regular listeners, episode 73 will be making its way into your ear holes in June, so keep an eye on your feeds. But if you all have any questions or thoughts that you'd like to share with us as you listen to this gruesome adventure... You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at No Small Roles. Simply search No Small Roles on Facebook and our Discord link can be found in the show notes. You'll also find a ticket link to the touring production of Sense and Sensibility, which every member of this Fireheart cast is involved in, either on stage, behind the scenes, or both. Except for Ben. Slacker. To avoid being a slacker like Ben, we'd love it if you could take a moment and rate us five stars on Spotify and write a little review on iTunes, Podchaser or Podcast Addict. Reviews are such a great way of helping others find this podcast, so get typing. And that's all from me as announcement, David. Time to put my DM hat back on. It's a very nice hat. Or is it? Um, so, what did everyone get for initiative? Fifteen. 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 Plus four for deck. Wait, I should probably... Uh, let's start with the highest. Anyone get 25 to 20? 20 to 15. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that, My dex is only one. Okay. So, Thorn, then Gale. Uh, Fifteen to ten? Thirteen. Twelve. Uh, and Deacon, what'd you get? Six. Little six for Deacon. Oh, thank you. <gasps> oh no. Oh, listeners, we have a lovely initiative oh. board that that David has written for us. Worryingly, 
Thorn is not the top. <laughs> no, a wonderful thing called the stalker goes first. Uh, is Gary Smart with a double R? I mean, apparently he is I now. I like it. Listen, I don't apparently know. Apparently on no small roles, we decide how many letters are extra in rhymes. anyone's name. Or <laughs> missing from anyone's name. Yeah. It rhymes with Harry. You spell it yeah. Gary. Yeah. It's I fine. like it. it. It makes it feel like... More fancy. Gravaini. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like Gary, yeah. but with two R's. With two R's. Gary. Yeah. Fucking hell, Gary. Um, so, first up, before anything else happens, this creature um, rears up into almost like a centipede-like uh, rise above you. Um, and with all of your little hooded lanterns shining up at it, you can see it in all its horror. Uh, so, great. Can you make a wisdom saving throw, please? Is all this of you? against a charmed or frightened effect? <laughs> this is before? against a frightened effect. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. It's what we wanted to hear, ladies and gentlemen. You got resistance. Was that wisdom? Wisdom. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. No. I'm totally using a bit of luck here because that was absolutely mm. shocking. Mm. Very nice. Didn't help. Okay, okay. Wait, is that disadvantage? No, 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 no. It's just because I've got... I have a thing. He's got special things. I have a thing. Um, so, who got 15 or above? Me. Me. Nice, nice, nice. And who got 14 or below? Me. Definitely me. Both of you have a point of exhaustion (gasps) as you are frightened. Okay, please may I use a thing? (laughs) You can. So, whenever you are a creature that you can see within 120 feet of you, me succeeds on a saving throw against being charmed or frightened, you can use your reaction to force a different creature you can see within 120 foot of you, the thing, (laughs) (laughs) to uh, make a wisdom saving throw. DC 14, please. Oh, lovely. Wisdom save. Wisdom save. That's a four. Veil, it's frightened of me for a minute. <gasps> oh, it can oh, interesting because it's immune to being frightened. Oh, <laughs> okay. I've written a horror thing. I'm not going to make the monsters mm. scared. Next time, I'll try and see if it can be charmed. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll try anyway. anyway. <laughs> Trying's fun. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Gail and Deacon, you are you have one point of exhaustion, which means um, you have disadvantage on ability checks. So, you know, that might not be a bad thing in this fight right now. But later on, if you don't get any rest, why hurt? Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about this is cool. <laughs> so, yeah, this creature um, rears up and then suddenly barges its way through all of you um, mm? and makes an attack against Cade and through, Furion. Through all of us. Yeah, pushes Passing you apart. Us. Um, just as in it's going past us As in, as in opportunity, like opportunity attacks Oh okay so this creature is big enough that No Okay. Cool. What? That's fine also I use my reaction to try and make it frightened I mean there is that Yeah. So no, it's not going through now, you but... The space on, the, on this plateau is not big enough For it to have made yeah. it across um, And leave your Your space Good to know um, But it's made two very good rolls mm-hmm. So these um, Bone spiked hands uh, appendages um, skewer both Cade and Firion, um as you've seen them both slightly turn to run toward the uh, the gap in the wall um, and it skewers both of them Not Cade. and just slightly like shoves them against the wall pinning them and blocking that gap 
Um, it starts like sort of slowly pulling them up through the wall, uh, mm. but Cade is still like at the front. They're trying to claw his way back into that space and off of this spike. Who's next? It's me. So, is there another way out of here? Are the, so the way we came in, mm-hmm. that's the one that's getting blocked currently. currently. Yeah. Is there another way out? Yeah, there is. Um, on the at the edge of the precipice, uh, the path kind of continues round onto like a three foot wide strip along the cliff with a sheer drop directly next to it. Normally, you'd be taking this a nice slow walking pace, um, but in this moment, that's the only other route to run. Okay, I would like to start running that way please please do so i will go 35 feet down that way mm-hmm. and i will shout to everyone else okay everyone i really think we should all run this way um and while i do that let's let's just let's throw the kitchen sink at this because you know you only live once um or in the case of this one shot, you only live for two episodes, potentially. <laughs> um, so, I would like to start to shift into my more bestial form, please. Mm-hmm. Which will give me six temporary hit points plus some more. I'll check how many in a minute. Mm-hmm. But more hit points and also increase my AC. Um, I would then like to... So that's my bonus action. I would then like to fire two arrows at the big thing. Please do. Make your attacks. I'll roll them together for fun. That's a 19 and a non-natural 20. Yeah, both of them hit. Awesome. So, I would also... Let's just throw the kitchen sink at the thing. I would also like to mark it as my favourite foe, please. Which means I get to do 1d6 Mm -hmm. extra to it. And also, because of my fire thing, I get to do 1d4 extra to it as well. So it's whatever I roll plus 8. Oh my goodness, me! <laughs> Four ones, is it? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, oh so that is... Do you want me to separate out psychic damage from piercing damage? Is it non-magical piercing damage? Then yes, please. Um, <laughs> oh, so no. that is a whole 12 points of non-magical piercing damage mm-hmm. plus 3 points of psychic damage nice that didn't do a lot no it did nothing at all great try though it's Thanks. noticed that you're shooting arrows I'm also running away from it and yes I will suggest to everyone that they run run and <laughs> I'll now sort out my 10 pitch points pitch points pitch points pitch cocks I get 10 temporary hit points well done. Very well done. Yep, so it, uh, it turns to sort of glare over at you um, as you're running away. Um, almost not forgetting that it's got Cade no. and Virion on spikes, but uh, kind of there is... Why do I say it stares at you? There are a number of different faces on this thing, but oh. the, the leading one, the torso at the front, has kind of like shifted its attention, like its head rocked okay, back. So maybe attacking is a terrible plan. Yeah. So yeah, Gale. I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow Thorn. <laughs> Wise. <laughs> um, and how far does that take me from the stalker? How far can you run? Thirty foot. Yeah. So you kind of uh, Thorn 
has gone 35. Yeah. So I, within the space, you can dart right away along this, this cliff. And again, you know the entire path in and out of here. So there's a bridge not too far. You're like, right, if we can just get across the bridge, um, it's not going to be able to get across there. So there's a couple of little tunnels and that's the way to go. So yeah, you dart along the path and you reach right up next to next to Thorn. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to light the stalker up with fairy fire. Ooh, very nice. nice. Do they need to make a save for that? Dex saving throw. Dex. That is a 22. Mm. It succeeds. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, 22 succeeds. Nice. I'm going to do a bonus action. Mm-hmm. Um, looking to... Eloise, who looks ready to go, I am going to cast as a bonus action Bardic Inspiration. Hey, hey, hey. Um, yeah. To okay. um, Eloise, and I'm going to say, remember the story about the skinless man with the knifey hands, <laughs> and all will be all right. And it will inspire you for 1d8. <laughs> Inspire you through fear. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a that uses scary stories. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little inoculation against the fear. I yeah. like tell you yeah. scary fictional stories. Yes. Amazing. And, the real and once I've told you the stories, I don't have to say the whole story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, in six seconds, it's really hard. <laughs> Eloise, it's your turn. Um, Eloise's eyes will widen up with like alarm, like. <laughs> Knife hands, bloody Nora. Um, <laughs> bloody Nora. <laughs> That's now a Dravanian expression. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Winter's kiss would uh, erupt out of the sheath, and um, she will take two attacks against this thing. Mm. Knew I should have taken some way of getting magical weapons. It's not a magical It's resistant to slashing and piercing. Oh no. Um, one is a miss. So would, would a ten miss, right? A ten would miss, yeah. Um, hang on. I have a manoeuvre. Oh. Standby callers. You've also got bardic inspiration if you need. Do you have bardic inspiration? I will use my bardic inspiration. Was it a d6 or d8? D8. D8. I will use that. That's a 12. <laughs> um, yeah, 12 still misses. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use precision attack. Oh, yeah. And um, spend my superiority die to add to the attack roll. Nice. So I can get the... There we go. Wee. 18. So that was 18 total with bardic inspiration and precision attack. That hits. And the other um, attack is a is an 18 as well. So that's, that's two proving 18s. if you Two 18s, fantastic. Roll your card. damage. You will succeed. <laughs> okay, 2d6. So I'll roll for each individual attack. So that's a seven. Mm-hmm. I am going to add a. Is sorry, that seven total across both? No. So that's seven plus a two because I've got dueling. So that's nine. Nice. Plus psionic force, which is a D8. So that's seven. So much stuff. <laughs> cool. plus. Yeah. So what? I don't know what's so happening. Check, that's the seven, the nine. Yeah. Is non magical. No magical. And the psionic force is force damage. Nice. Nothing's feeling. It's going to have resistance. Oh yeah. That's Ooh. eight. So seven plus plus another. So no. oh, those are nine. nine. Seven nine. plus. Eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. So cool. Plus the eight damage on top of that. Fantastic. Um. Now for the second attack. So it's a. Uh, that's five. 
plus two for dueling. And then I'm going to use another psionic force, which is another d8. That's a two. Seven with a weapon and two force damage. Nice. Uh, and then, yeah, the, the non-magical attack is reduced, but the, uh, the, the, the force damage isn't. Um, as you kind of slash through this creature's skin and you kind of catch a bit of a leg appendage and, like, slash one of the tentacles, right. this spray of blood uh, just completely covers you. Oh. Um, so can you make a constitution saving throw, please? <gasps> this is why you use arrows. Oh, no. By the way, David. 17. Just so I'm super clear. Uh, 17. So you take uh, six points of poison damage. I would have stocked up on arrows before I came in, just so we're not playing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah I'd, I'd assume... You've only got 20 arrows. Yeah. <laughs> I'd assume the, the guards heading down into a dangerous warren of, yeah. of, of caves would have stocked up. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I've got a wheelie suitcase full of arrows. <laughs> what do you then do? Bonus action. I'm going to use psionic leap. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Are you just yeah. jumping straight off the into where the rabbits went, or are you following the path? Just need to clarify. Where are you? Where are you leaping to? The thing came from where the rabbits came. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Into, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, this is the rabbit. Um, I'm gonna the, the path away where um, everyone else is running to. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So you leap over. You land just behind. How far can you leap? Sixty feet. Whoa. Oh, okay. It's, it's flying. I get flying speed double my walking speed. Nice. So. I say especially because it's just like a psionically controlled yeah. leap as well. I'm yeah. not going to make you make a save on whether or not you land. Right. But you do land in front of, like about fifteen feet in front of. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Right on the edge. That's a handy ability, Captain. Okay. So, firstly, out of curiosity, do I recognise any of the faces in this mushy mound? <gasps> Ooh. Oh. I will let you just make an investigation check without <gasps> a, good question. a free action. Please uh, tell me the captain's wife that's isn't in there. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Ex-wife. <laughs> so sorry. Um, I was thinking about Mac. Interestingly, you, or rather, in a weird, comforting way, there are no guards that you've ever worked with. There are elements of them that you can see um, oh. almost different. Um, different races of people like you can see some elvish features popping out some some more human looking people mm-hmm. this is a, a mash of of different people but yeah not my men not your men not your or not my team not your team nobody from the border patrol nobody that came down with the commander okay yeah. all right yeah that's kind of comforting um all Good the same question. this is a big scary beast it's got people that are in my care pinned up against the wall mm-hmm. Um, so I am going to. I'm going to throw some arrow. Throw some arrows. I'm going to shoot some arrows. Just chuck them. Just throw them. Just chuck. Throw them. That, that's <laughs> the way to that's do it. Over the edge, it. like a rabbit. <laughs> now I'm just having a look at something uh, called exceptional training. And so when my beast companion doesn't attack, I can use my bonus action to um, take the dash, disengage, or help action. Uh, get them to do the help action on their turn. So can does that mean I can get an advantage on my attacks? Yeah, to yeah, use the bonus action first. Yes, that yeah. is what I am going to do. So I'm using. I love. I would love for you to describe how the dog <laughs> uses the help action. Okay, <laughs> I will tell you how the dog. So my, I feel like you've thought of this. <laughs> my little toy poodle, Mopsy Two, um, kind of gives a really like little snarl and wags its uh, it's like shaking its little body and comes up to me and just looks me in the eye just like sort it out daddy Um, (laughs) that's 
<laughs> or some weirdly sexual. Weirdly. No, no, that's not what I meant. In you, a fatherly way. Yeah, yeah, because pup, because yeah. Yes. Yeah, come on, Papa. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. nice, sir. You Almost guys know things. when I'm being sexual, <laughs> and this was not intentional. <laughs> 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 right. Okay. So yeah. So that is like okay. I'm doing this. Uh, I'm doing this for my dog and those people right there and everybody who I've lost. So that's gonna help me. Um, so that is a natural twenty for my first Ooh. attack. Very nice. Um, so that is with my longbow. Uh, so that's natural twenty plus five. So it's 25 to hit. Definitely hits. Definitely hits. Yeah. Lovely. And because that is a crit, uh, that does it. I double the dice damage? Because yeah. I, I very rarely get a crit on hits. Yeah. So, so the way we do it, um, I, I, know, I know actually the rule, the actual rules are different. I've read up. Um, so roll the dice damage, double uh-huh. the number on the dice, and then add anything afterwards. Okay. That is a seven, so that's 14 plus two. That is 16 points of damage with my first Very arrow. nice. Ooh. And that's, again, non-magical. Non-magical. Okay. Oh, but still, they're still doubled, which is great. <laughs> it's not great if it's no, double it's or nothing. Exactly. Well, I don't think it'll be doubling enough. It's just it's half. It's, it's, the, it's the flippancy with which it's said that makes me kind of go. Yeah. <laughs> it's a magical weapon. Well done. Well done. It's not magical. Well, well. We haven't got any magical weapons. Mmm. Do I still get advantage on my second attack? Um, yeah, because they're they're helping you attack. I'll allow it. I mean, you're definitely got to give you guys some hope. He's a yeah. nice DM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but who's going to kill everybody? <laughs> it's a natural twenty. It's another natural twenty yes. and nineteen. Yes. The with, the other, with your other die that you rolled. Yeah. That's amazing. Whoa. Use them up. I love oh it. my god. No, Whoa. don't, David. <laughs> well done, Papa. I've never. I've never. Well done, Papa. Well done, well done, I love that your tone of middle is right there being like, you've got this. You've probably got this. Uh, and that is going to be um, 12 points of damage. Nice. nice. Non nice. magical once again. Oh no. What do you do? Do you hang around? Do you run? How shitty a Caden Ferian looking? Uh, they're looking pretty pained. Uh. Um, and the more you watch, the kind of the more the creature is kind of like repeatedly like trying to pull them back and like push them back into that space. I think he shot his arrows and he is terrified. He's never seen anything like this. Mm. So he is reluctantly going to run in the direction of where he's seen everybody else running. Nice. With dog in tow, obviously. Yeah. Scooped under my arm. Um, He's only got little legs. You'd be amazed how fast little legs can run. (laughs) (laughs) Says the owner of a sausage dog. dog. (laughs) Sausage dog, exactly. (laughs) Um, So, Cade and Firion start struggling and they're trying to get to their weapons in the way that they are being thrown around and uh, slammed repeatedly against a wall. There is very little that they can do. Um, there is a brief flash of a weapon from Firion as this sort of his blade comes swinging out and swipes across a tendril and he kind of drops to the floor but this spike is still very much in him um, so there is a small bit of damage but even again as who, who's left Deacon you're left sort of watching it uh, you can see this spray of blood that sort of passes across his face that like starts melting a little bit of his skin oh no um Ooh. So it's your turn, Deacon. Well, I think it's time to rage, don't you? Yeah. 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 With a little bit of a little wild surge going on there. Ooh. Because, you know. I love a good rage. Rage with the wild surge, so yeah. 
Okay, so I'm to get my magic on and see what happens. Do it. Nice. Do it. Um, Has it worked? Do you roll for it? Yeah, I oh. do. But I, I don't know what's going to happen, do I? <gasps> Love it. Um, four. What happens? So you go into a rage and... Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Magic infuses one weapon of your choice that you are holding until your rage ends. The weapon's damage type changes to force and it gains the light and throne properties with a normal range of 20 feet and a long range of 60 feet. If the weapon leaves your hand, the weapon reappears in your hand at the end of the current turn. Amazing. Magic so, boomerang weapon. A little magic boomerangy weapon. Mm. Yeah. Just what you need oh. to hit it. Deals, it. And it does it force damage. Yes. damage instead of normal damage. Yes. Magic Just force damage. A moment <gasps> when, yeah, you're seeing all of these other attacks not land. Not land. Perfect. Perfect. And you're like, okay. Coming. But it seems only right to use the morning star at that point because that is Deacon's favourite weapon. Because <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's ridiculous. Tell us you're a barbarian without telling. Yes, you're a barbarian. Oh, make your attacks. Or do you attack? Do you run? <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> well, I don't attack. know. Uh, okay. Um, hmm. 22. Nice. 22 to hit. That hits. Yay! Yeah. Um, so it is... Oh, that's sad. Um, <laughs> really What'd you guess? Uh, so I've got seven. Seven points of damage? Yeah. It's magical damage. It's magical force Magical damage. damage. Magical damage. Yeah. Nice. Do you have a second attack? Yeah. Might as well do the same thing again, I think. Yeah, why not? Because I've got Morningstar on my hand, so I might as well just keep swinging the damn thing. Smash it out, yeah. <laughs> Smash it out. Please do something better. Uh, so that's... 21. Definitely hits, yeah. Yay! There we go. Come on. That's nine points of damage. Another <laughs> nine points of damage. Now, on the opposite Darryl, side of the table, Darryl there's a lot of excited, excited gesturing. Because <laughs> you have Sarah, you've got... You've got because your rage what did it it did turn the weapon into light and throne didn't it I believe so yes so Barbarian we think me and Daryl from our excited pointing you get a second attack anyway which was that but you could now use your bonus action to do a third attack because it now has the light property yeah which would mean you can now use your bonus action to make a third attack yes but raging is a bonus action Oh. But from now on, oh. from now on, you can, I'll, yeah, I'll allow I've got that. 10 rounds of rage. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I can just keep raging. Yeah. Yeah. With this. Yeah. yeah. So, so you can, your bonus action is freed up. We got excited. Yeah. <laughs> <bonus line. laughs> <laughs> like, the light property means you get the extra time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm going to keep reading while we do. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Of course, um, rage bonus So action. do you run anywhere, Deacon, or do you stay planted where you are? Oh, stay planted. <gasps> I'm perfect. I know, I'm crazy. But I'm <gasps> I'm kind of between um Bye. Well, <laughs> So I'm guessing where the the, the the two people are skewered into the mm-hmm. wall and myself and them uh, and the people who have run off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna plant myself on the side of it that means I I've got access to the To the escape route. To the escape route, but I'm also in a position that I can fight off. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to stay close enough to it, but between it and where the other four have run. Exactly that. Love exactly it. Exactly that. Um, it, is, uh, it is the creature's turn. Um, Christ. And interestingly, it just kind of... There's another... Um, oh, that's 
a natural 20 as well. Sorry, Virion. <gasps> oh. Um, there's another skewer that comes out of, of its body oh. and, like, scoops Virion uh, up, uh, this spike sort of passing sideways through his ribcage. Um, and the whole thing turns, moves back towards the edge of the, of the precipice, and just drops both Cade and Firion off the side. Oh. Um, but then it does turn its attention towards you, Deacon, Ooh. as, first of all, the last person to hit it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, and it's going to make two attacks against you. Kind, what kind of attack? Uh, melee weapon attacks. I mean, that's what they're categorized as, but that's just... Um, so that's a, a nine and a 17 to hit. Nine doesn't hit, 17 does. 17. How far is Deacon away from me? About 55 feet. Okay. Because <laughs> Deacon didn't run and you jumped very far. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you jumped like a frog. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the second attack. Um, it's going to come up you uh, with a bit of a harpoon arm. Okay. A little harpoon arm coming on. Um, <laughs> good, good. Yep. Uh, so good, that's, good. That sounds fine. <laughs> that sounds absolutely delightful. Oh, I'm immune to harpoons. Uh, <laughs> so that's 22 piercing damage. Oh. Um, as one of these wonderful grappling harpoony bits that got rosy in the first place uh, just slams into your shoulder and you can feel it pass right the way through, open up in a little star and kind of start dragging you back towards it uh, just on the back of your shoulder. 22, did you say? 22 piercing damage. You're raging, aren't you? You are raging, so that is halved. Um, And you are technically grappled. So if you want to escape, you have to make an athletics or acrobatics check. And that's what it's going to do, is start reeling you in slowly. It is Thorn's turn. Okay, I think... I mean, in for a penny, in for a pound. How far away am I from the way up? Um, so you're, um, as in, further on? The Yeah, the exit I'm running towards. Oh, you you know this is probably a good three-hour run. Th- three-hour? Minimum. To get out of this chamber? Oh, to get out of the warren. Um, oh, no, no, no. I just, just want to get away from this, this chamber. So currently, yeah, you're running along this very thin, <laughs> narrow <laughs> ledge. Oh, no, I'm not trying to escape the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. You're running along a three, um, a very like, sort of three-foot-wide narrow ledge yeah. that drops off uh, into a precipice. Um, you have to follow this for a short while, uh, leading into another small chamber that uh, you then lead leads through to the rope bridge. Um, so there's, there's space. The issue, really, that you've got right now is that Eloise has landed in front of you and is blocking the path. Good one, Eloise. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to try to shift your way around Eloise in a hurry, but that will be a check. Okay. Or Stand you could shove her. Oh. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I didn't Just really... options. Just options. Just you could many. rabbit her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could do like you did with the rabbits. <laughs> Is there someone immediately behind me? Remind me. No, so I Gale. can go. I can go like twenty foot, can't I? Before I get into Eloise, you're about fifteen foot off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I will go as far as I can up mm-hmm. to Eloise. I won't shove or try and do anything clever. Nice. So I'll, I'll go as far as I can, whatever that is, fifteen foot. Then let's just chuck a couple of arrows, as my captain did. I just throw two arrows at it. Nice. <laughs> 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 they were crits. So I'll have you know. Yeah, you did. <laughs> they were the that's best thrown arrows. Yeah, it does blimmin' well. David. Mm. <laughs> Do 
do a nine or a ten hit the creature. Oh, no. So I just throw two arrows at <laughs> Yeah. In a blind panic. Essentially, again, you turn around, you try to aim up a shot, but uh, with the captain and uh, Gale also coming down this very narrow path, and it's slightly curving. You kind of fire out to try to get around them, trying to make them catch a bit of wind. I don't know if there is in this in this cave. Um, but yeah, no, your arrows just fly off into the darkness. Yeah. Bonus action cry. And that's the end of my turn. Nice. Gale. Gale is going to follow after Thorn as far as she can get before the blockage begins. 15 feet. Yep, so she's going to do that. Then she is going to, at this creature, cast Spiritual Weapon. Oh, nice. Um, In the form of a great axe. Just nice. for flavour. Nice. Um, Yeah, how, how far away am I from the creature? Within 60 feet is my Within 60 question. feet, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So in that case, she's going to just put out her hand like she's holding it, but instead of it just appearing in her hand, it sort of shoots out towards the creature mm-hmm. and goes to do some chop-a-de-chop. Cool, cool, cool. Roll some damage. Oh, roll an attack for it. I mean, I can just roll straight damage. Ha. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> you wish. Twelve? Yeah. Does not hit. Better than nine and ten. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery then. Because <laughs> that's magic damage, isn't it? That is, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> she's going to turn to the creature and say, Can I tell you a scary story? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and cast man. Vicious Mockery. Um, and Does it need to make a save? Wisdom saving throw. That's brilliant. I like that. It's a 19. I'm not even going to look. I, do, I think so it's the same. So, so no, you can't tell it a scary story. It is the scary story. Mm. Mm-hmm. Eloise, what time? Um, as Run! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you yeah, saw yeah. land, you I saw land and I see together turn, yourself. Like, and I see like, people like running up my back, back and you. I'm like, oh, wow. Um, can I see Deacon for where I am? Yeah, you can just about see Deacon, especially um, <laughs> with this glowing yeah. morning star in hand. Um, and, and as, yeah, as you turn, you're seeing this creature throw its like throw Caden Furion off the edge. Yeah, and it's I see that, and then I look at Deacon, who's pinned down by it, and I squeeze through the gap and carry on. <laughs> nice. Oh, bonus action! I will use psionic recovery and recover one of my psionic die as okay. I escape. How far can you uh, move down? Move down the the space how far can you move um what's the impediment is it rough terrain or something or it's just a very thin narrow ledge that you've landed on so if anyone were to try to squeeze around you um they would have fallen basically oh yeah so basically what's your speed 30 feet great so you shuffle a good 30 feet further round, and <laughs> ah, like ah! just as it kind of gets to the edge of of like as far as you can move in this round like it starts to open up into a wider space um anything else um I turn, I look at Gale, just give a nod, and I sheathe my weapon and get real. (laughs) (gasps) Y'all assholes. (laughs) Guys, we can't kill Deacon in episode two of a four-part Deacon (laughs) (laughs) miniseries. (laughs) It is, insert, three-part Deacon miniseries, if it ends up being three parts. Two-part Deacon miniseries. (laughs) Well, it will be a two-part at this rate. Yeah. The good news is we'll also buy. Captain, it's your turn. Okay. Uh... I thought that maybe Deacon might run after me. 
he hasn't. Three, more people have died because I brought them down here. And uh, I'm not happy about that. I'll look at the puppy-like person that is Deacon. I'll look at my very own puppy, Mopsy. And uh, I move so that I'm within range of the stalker. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to cast... Um, I'm going to cast Hail of Thorns, uh, which if I either of these two attacks hit, then it will be more magical, which I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Good shout. So I'm, I'm just going to roll both of my attacks at the same time. It's not mm-hmm. an advantage. I'm just doing my two attacks. Mm-hmm. Great, none of those hit. Oh no, why are we so bad this round? It's the fear, isn't it? Yeah. Fear's creeping in. Um, yeah, so you sort of cast your spell on your arrows and how, how does it look as they sort of fly past and some of them probably do land in in the flesh of this creature but they just don't do any damage so it's like these these um these thorns start to make their way out of my arrows as though reaching out you know like when vines are growing up a wall they're reaching out trying to find something as are these thorns reaching for the creature but they just don't quite get it mm, nice do you have any other Captain, did you name that spell after me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear that. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's too far <laughs> running away. Yeah. Um, do you, um, having attacked Jezebel, uh, do you edge closer to Deacon? Do you start running away to find the others, to chase the others? No, I'm not letting Deacon out of my sight. So I shout to Deacon, Deacon, run! But I'm staying. I'm basically I'm staying so that if Deacon gets to run, there's space for him to get past me. Mm-hmm. But I am also like I'm I'm still near the ledge. Yeah, but, exactly. Kind but, of just right at the entrance. Of yeah. That kind of so thing. I'm within range with the creature. I can try and run away, but I'm not leaving until Deacon is away from the creature. Absolutely. Uh, and Deacon, it's your turn. Lovely. Well. Um... As Deacon has got a skewer through the shoulder, mm. <laughs> what Deacon is going to do is use a hand axe to chop that off. Nice, I'll take it. Yeah, okay, uh, so that's the first action. Make your attack. 14. <laughs> oh no, 14 is the armor class. Amazing, so that succeeds. <laughs> Oh, I saw that roll and I was like, oh, oh. dear, dear. If you hit the AC exactly, they just instantly die. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the I mean, not, not quite. Not quite. <laughs> not quite, not quite. So, yes. But okay. enough that, yeah, you can roll your damage. And actually, you don't have to roll the damage on this. Like, I'll, I'll take that as your escape. Is that, yeah, you slice through the appendage. Nice. Yeah, that's exactly it. Slice through the appendage. Bugger this for a guy with soldiers. Yeah. Uh, go. <laughs> slice that off. Um, Deacon is going to uh, do one more attack before mm-hmm. offing with everybody else. Got the drift, basically. So, um, <laughs> yeah, again, he likes Morning Star, so he's going to go back with that idea again nice. just before he disappears. <laughs> Please roll better than 12. So that's a uh, 19. 19 hits. Yeah, roll your damage. Yeah. yeah. Um, 13 points of damage. Yeah, magic damage. Uh, Amazing stuff. Uh, Can you also make a constitution saving throw, please? Sure. As Uh. you're bashing this thing apart and and putrid blood is spraying in your face. Well. So you do not succeed. So you take 12 points of poison damage Mm. um, and you become poisoned. Oh. 
Oh. Which I think is mostly just what the, the first level of exhaustion has yeah, given you. There's a lot of, a lot of crossover going on. But yeah. Oh no, but was Deacon Wait, exhausted? No, Deacon wasn't exhausted. I w- uh, yeah, oh, no, I was. I was, yeah. was. So, sorry, 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage, yeah. So then do you start running? Absolutely. What would you. Have you got anything you want to do with your bonus action? Another attack! Wait, have I got another attack? You've got two weapon fighting, right? Yeah. yeah. Make your other attack there. Make another attack. With full damage. So it's your... You can add all your stuff. No, no, no. For That's two not weapon, what, For two weapon oh, fighting, what? you can. No, if you've got a feat. But everyone's got two weapon fighting unless you've got a specific Oh, thing. right. I thought that was your... No, that's... No, it. I think everyone just has no. two weapon fighting. Yeah. I think. So it's just a straight roll, basically. There's no... Straight roll and strength. You you add your strength to the roll to see if you hit, but you the don't add roll. it to the damage. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you add barbarian stuff. I don't understand barbarians. So there'd be plus four for strength. Uh, oh, 13. 13 doesn't hit, unfortunately. Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, guys. Sorry, no. guys. But yeah, you just you turn to go. One last player <laughs> <and> whack. <laughs> and like, because of the thing in my arm, I'm a little bit off kilter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know what. I'm just going to move. Mm-hmm. And I have 40 foot. I can go. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So yeah. You're charging past Garibaldi there, right up. I'll say you're probably about 10 feet off of um, Gale uh, with with Thorn just in front of her. Yeah. And I, as I go past, I'll be like, heard you, Captain, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, Garibaldi knows that it's because of what he said that I'm off. Aww. I've listened. Aww. Good. Good. Nice. Well done. Um, Rare. <laughs> uh, Mopsy kind of <laughs> in appreciation. Uh, the uh, the creature, the stalker, is then going to turn its attention to the only person vaguely left on the platform. Oh no! no! But he's so near retirement. <laughs> um, and first of all, this kind of like teeth chattering, rattling noise as like loads of different parts of it like clatter together. Um, the bones start, but this thing, this noise echoes out. So everybody within sixty feet, which is actually everybody i would say apart from eloise uh needs to make a eloise blocking out (laughs) needs to make a wisdom saving throw please is this against being charmed or frightened this is against being frightened thank you that's your catchphrase catchphrase for all my characters kanuki orin don't think orin does no it doesn't Did you? I rolled another natural 20. Natural 20? Oh yes. <laughs> oh, and natural I have got 20. an unnatural 20. Oh, yeah. Which throw was it? A what? You just beat a wisdom. wisdom. Right? Oh, okay. 13. 13. So, um, Captain, do you know what? There is something inside of you that is feeling brave. You're like, Deacon's past. Yeah. He's safe. I've saved one life. Kind of. Exactly. You stare this <laughs> you down, did. but then you look over at Deacon, who, having hearing this uh, rattling na- uh, noise, has gained another point of exhaustion. Oh. Which means that your speed is halved. Oh, oh no. And like, whether or not it's the noise, the sheer drop oh. into darkness beside you, Deacon, the, the the brief bit of light that you all have around you trying to carry these hidden lanterns and attack and all the rest of it. Yeah, Captain, you you look over it and Deacon is barely moving, is edging along this, this path. Okay. Um, David, mm. I know it won't work, but can I use my reactions <laughs> to try and make it jump? No. No, cool. <laughs> it you use work. your reaction, but it, it doesn't, doesn't work. work. No, it's immune to being charged. Just got to well. check these things. 
So I'm just going to do something very similar. <laughs> there is. I, I will shout at everyone know, on my turn. Yeah. It can't be. Charmed. It is going to um, whip across uh, a, like a spiked bone appendage, uh, just like sort of lashing out at you, uh, Captain Gary, with two R's. Um, and that is a 21 to hit. That hits. Ah, yeah. Oh, which is a 14 piercing damage. Yep. As it kind of spikes you and then like rips away. Is his reaction. It is then Thorn's turn. Okay. Uh, so Thorn. Uh, oh. Uh, let's just try and shoot it. How's it looking? Absolutely horrible, horrible, horrific. I mean, it's like all the stuff that's going into it. It was is covered it doing in anything in to it. Doesn't it like it's stopping? <laughs> we just need to run. Just need to run. I, I can't. <sighs> okay, let's just try and shoot it. I don't think this is doing anything. Utter pants. <laughs> 11 and a 12. Oh, no, they don't hit. Yeah, I think Thorn's having a bit of a moment here. Um, um, just to say, I need to roll for concentration because I keep Hail of Thorns until it actually hits anything. Oh, yeah. As long as I stay concentrating, but obviously you hit me. Oh, yeah, please do roll Hence that out. Hence, uh, uh, listeners, my hand was in the air like I was at school. Very, <laughs> um, very nice. <laughs> What do I do to roll for concentration? So you roll a constitution check, and then I think it's, yeah, the dice plus your constitution, and it's, you have to hit 10 or above. Uh, I rolled an 11, so Great. Keep, you still I have keep concentration. Sorry, Ben, back to you. You're very, very welcome, because it gave me time to think, and the answer is, I don't know what to do, I've got nothing useful. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna carry on. How far down can I walk before I bump into Eloise? Uh, you've got 30 feet along, right? So 30 feet. Cursing the fact that Eloise walks so slowly, I will walk as far as I can along the ledge. You can only walk five feet faster. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, everything, everything helps. Yeah. Um, So yeah, you come right up behind Eloise. And like I say, the the space, the the path has opened a tiny little bit more. Uh, Not enough to stand next to her. Okay. But um, if she were to take a few more steps forward, you could at least get onto a wider platform. Yeah. Okay. That's me. Nice. Gail. And from where he's gone, like, is that, like, the exit as it widens? Or, like, how, is that, like... Yep, so you, yeah, like I say, you need to get to that point, which will then um, it'll widen up, lead into a small set of tunnels, which you know the route through, um, which will lead to the rope bridge. Which and we you... know this creature can't fit in there? That's the way out, as far as you know. Otherwise, you could be wandering around here for days. Cool. Um... bum and how near the monster am I? You're about 55 feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you were within 60 feet to cast Spiritual Weapon, which is still up. It's still sort of floating about. So, with my bonus action, I'm going to move Spiritual Weapon and try and axe it again. Please do. Make your attack. 19? 19 hits. Yeah! yeah. Take that, you thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what level I cast it as. But in the interest of being honest, I used the spell slot and I'm going to do the damage from that particular spell slot. I've kind of lost track of what it was. That was just a retcon. Ten force damage. <laughs> Ten force damage. 
so that's my bonus and action. Stalker died. No, the oh, stalker's okay. nowhere near being dead. Sorry, guys. What have you put? There's nowhere against? near being dead. No. Looks disgusting. Like I say, appendages have fallen off and others have come out. <laughs> Just because it doesn't waste anything, I'm going to say. Are you sure you don't want to hear a scary story? Yeah. <laughs> and cast vicious mockery again. <laughs> Amazing. Wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Hey, this is good. That was a five altogether. <laughs> yeah, so you succeed. So then it takes... Seven psychic damage as yeah. well. Seven points of psychic damage. Amazing. And then I'm going to go, uh, I assume it's 30 foot to Thorn. Yep. yep. Th- I'm yep. going to yeah. take my full movement then foot. to catch up with Thorn. Fantastic. Who's muttering and looking at their bow like their bow's broken. Mm-hmm. And, and she's going to sort of cast a look at Deacon and be aware of where he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, where is Deacon versus them? Because if they've been able to get... You're about 45 feet away. Behind them yeah because they ran basically for two rounds they got caught a little bit uh, uh, in the middle right okay got and, it, got it got yeah it. you stayed planted for yeah. a good long time mm. uh, only one round no that's a good point you got right up behind gale didn't you oh no, that's good that you're only oh, 30 feet yeah. away then oh yeah, yeah it's fine because you yeah you move 40 yeah I, yeah i was gonna say i'm only one uh, round behind yeah. i'm not as far behind i didn't say i didn't think i was far behind so yeah you're about uh about 30 feet away yeah because you got right up behind gale yeah so. Eloise, it's your turn. Gonna dash. Dash, sprint. Nice. Do you know where you're going? No. Um, <laughs> what's in front of me? Uh, so as um, you're kind of edging around, you pull up your hooded lantern to have a, a sort of a clearer look of the path. Mm-hmm. Um, and the path widens out into another small precipice space that uh, has a tunnel going into the wall. From there, there are more tunnels that you can see. It branches off. Right. Um, okay. Ask a girl a question, like for reaction. Yeah, yeah. I wish you answer to her next time. No, um, I'll, let, I'll let you have a quick chat yeah, yeah. at that point. Girl, which way now? That way, and she points to the right way. <laughs> the right way is the direction of fronty right forwards, yeah. or like the correct way. The correct right. way, as best she knows, which is which way, David. Well, from, oh. there's it's incredibly complicated. There's lots of lefts, lots of rights. Really, Gail needs to be at the front of the queue to to <laughs> describe this. <laughs> to get you, you go through. left, right, and then like up a bit, and then right, and then round, and then down, and then left, then left again, and then right, and then left, then right, then left, then right, and, and, and then up and down, and left and right. In the middle of all that is Thorn cursing people for walking slowly and fiddling with a bow <laughs> in between you two. <laughs> <laughs> Eloise goes to like to to sprint, but then like kind of jerks to a stop, and then like hesitates, looks around, and goes, "What? What? What?" what? What? That made no sense. Um, Wait for me and I'll show you. Yeah, and like she'll still like, still take thirty feet of movement to get the fuck away from the monster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just walk away where the path widens out for mm. everyone to catch up to her. Amazing. Do you want to use your action, ready your action as a dash? Yes. Ooh, nice. to get the fuck out if the monster nice. can yeah. change its form and slither through. You know. You so yeah, know. as soon as like someone is leading the way, yeah. you're like they're behind. Them. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> Love it. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so yeah, you kind of edge away along, pull out, <laughs> run your thirty feet, and are like, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Which way? Which way? Which way? Which way? Yeah, leaving. Um, amazing. It is then the captain's turn. Going to run up to Deacon. I'm going to touch him on the shoulder at, and uh, that's not even my voice or his voice. What am I doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> right. 
I'm gonna run up to Deacon. I'm gonna touch him on the shoulder, and I am gonna cast Long Strider, which Ooh. lasts for an hour and gives him an extra ten feet of movement. Amazing. <gasps> so you're up to thirty feet. Good stuff. Yeah. It's not too shabby. No. Uh, not really a man good. of action. Then yeah. to for Rangers. my uh, <laughs> uh, for my bonus action, um, my little Mopsy's getting all uh, angry about the whole situation, and um, so it decides to Mopsy's going to run up to it and try uh. and um, maul. Mopsy's <laughs> Amazing. Die. What? Please what make is your Mopsy attack rolls. What? <laughs> oh no! It's an angry little dog. It's also, by the way, um, animal levels. It's a primal companion, so it can be resummoned. Just Don't panic when I inevitably kill this poor puppy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's 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 you know it's a, it's a protective little thing. It's a little toy poodle, but it's got a lot of spirit. Fourteen. Me. Fourteen hits. Yeah. Come yeah. on, Mopsy. Come on, Mopsy. Okay. Love an animal attack. <laughs> They're the best. <laughs> And that is uh, seven points of damage. Now, because it's a primal uh, companion, it's magical, right? Uh, yeah. So that's a magical attack. That's a magical attack. <laughs> cool. That's a magic, magical puppy there. That's a magical puppy. Magical puppy damage. Yeah. Starts mauling away. Um, no, no. It, like, no. Yeah. It's lots of little tiny longbows. <laughs> sure. Aww. With its tiny longbow teeth. teeth. <laughs> Uh, um, okay, it got weird. Longbows with little teeth that it fires. Yeah. And it just starts like shredding one of the appendages. Yeah. Eating its way through. Beautiful. Um, have you got anything else? Are you right up behind Deacon? Right up behind Deacon, yeah. Moved as much as I can. Fantastic. Deacon, it's your turn. Cool. Can I just double check what the second level exhaustion is? Uh, that your speed is halved. That's it. There's nothing else. Nothing okay. else. Cool. So you currently have disadvantage on ability checks and your speed is halved but then you've got plus 10 so you've got 30 yeah. speed because yeah. you're you're already at 40 which is oh. pretty hefty good rangering so um whilst feeling a little bit hazy um Deacon has some javelins so before he's gonna like run off because you know doesn't want to die yeah uh, but at the same time might as well do some damage while he can yep. so um yeah it's gonna go for the whole like javelin chuck thing and going off and that's the action uh for now so uh yeah wants to throw uh, some javelins please do absolutely delighted obviously he's still raging uh, <laughs> that's yeah. yeah 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 still a thing still a thing I rolled a three, so I'm going to give myself some luck. <laughs> nice, nice. This is my second use of luck. Ooh. Second exhaustion level, second luck. That was so good. Second episode. Uh, second episode. Final episode as well. 23. 23 hits. Ah! Roll, oh. roll your damage. 23 starts damage. with a two. And two plus three is five. <gasps> oh, five divided oh, by no, two. Oh, no, what am I doing? I'm both of you. <laughs> <laughs> wrong thing, everybody. I'm rolling the wrong thing. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven points of and damage. One plus one is two. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mock the my stalker maths dies. Amazing. No, no, I'm that not is, that is your Grace would like to attack Ben. <laughs> <laughs> the eleven is non-magical damage, though. It's is magical it? because it's rage. It's my magical rage. I. But that was applied to one weapon. Your what morning star. I think it's anything that I do within my rage. Let me check. I think it said you choose one weapon. Uh, well, I didn't know that, otherwise I'd have used the Morning Star. 
because it didn't, isn't wasn't the wild magic thing that you got was like boomerang weapon, but only on the morning star. Oh. So you can chuck the morning star. Chuck yeah, yeah, chuck the morning star. I will take all of and this, and it will reappear in your hand. But I don't know what its range is. Magic infuses one weapon of your choice that you are holding. Oh shite! I thought it was whichever weapon I chose. But if you want to do all of that again, taking the same numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say that you're throwing your morning star instead. Can I throw my morning star? Because technically, I should have my morning star in my hand, and I should be five feet away. Uh, yeah, no, but because of until your rage ends, the weapon's damage changes to force against light and thrown properties oh, with normal right, range of cool. twenty, long okay, range of sixty. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so it'd be a disadvantage. It would be an, at disadvantage because you're further than twenty feet away from it, which means you'd have to roll. We'd have to roll again. So you're saying non-magical attacks haven't been doing any damage? Doing a lot less damage. Yeah. So it still did damage. Oh yeah, you've still done 108 points of damage to it. It's probably just done a little Ooh. bit less damage than if you throw in your morning star. But if you throw your morning star, there's a chance. But also, I feel like damage is not damaging it that much. No, I feel like it's not. Mm. This thing has got like 7,000 hit points. Or maybe it like gets well, healed. Was, uh, sorry, gets crack up. Whether you said I got disadvantage, why did I have disadvantage? Because you're too far away from it. Mm. Yeah. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Because it says with a normal range of 20 feet and a mm. long range of 60 feet. Yeah, so... What does that mean? What that means is anything within 20 feet, if you throw it, it's just a straight roll. Anything from 20 to 60 is a disadvantage. And anything outside of 60 is an automatic fail. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so it's like it's it's still doable, just a bit harder. But if... So if I rolled... I can't remember the hell my first roll was. But so if I rolled another good just d20 i could just use it if it happened to go that way everything that i'd done could just stand exactly but if you roll bad if i roll bad zero yeah retcon 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 uh so i'm going to use my morning star Mm -hmm. because that's the one that has the wild surge on it and Mm. i'm going to throw that cool 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 yep so it's uh it would be a disadvantage because the creature is just outside of the normal range the 20 feet uh, that you get with uh, with your with wild magic, but give it a go, throw it out. At least you know the morning star is going to pop back into your hand, whether or not you hit or miss. So handy. Non-natural twenty. Twenty. Ooh. Okay, but then roll for disadvantage. Oh. Oh god. Oh god. What did you just roll there, Sarah? That might be a natural one. Oh no. No. So um. Natural one. <laughs> Here are your choices. Do you hit the captain? Or, or do you hit Mopsy too? <gasps> oh, no. He's a mean DM. I'm giving, I'm giving you the choice. Bad thing happened. You, roll, you, got, you got your one. So, yeah, you turn. The captain's there. You throw that morning star out. Is it, is it hitting the captain directly in the back because you panicked and someone has like gotten directly up behind you? Or is it flying around and as Mopsy is kind of being flailed around on an appendage, caps, catching Mopsy oh, no. too? Mopsy's <laughs> being not being flailed around just yet. Or dog that can come back. <laughs> I have no yeah, idea that Mopsy is like latched on and is like tearing oh, okay. it away. And it's okay. Kind of like being... okay, okay. Oh yeah, Mopsy's still attacking Little, but miss, not being Mo- attacked Mopsy's, yet. yeah. Okay. Mopsy's doing damage. Oh, yeah. like, fully in the fray. Little tiny longbow teeth sinking in. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. I mean, I'm going to have to obviously pick the dog. <laughs> because... <laughs> Don't play this episode to Humphrey. 
I will not play this dog so My upset. dog will be so traumatised <laughs> But um, yeah I'm going to have to pick the dog Please roll your damage then a content warning oh, for dogs God. Don't make me do it's it's a primal companion If your owner has gone out the house And left this stuff. podcast on dogs yeah. Turn off now <laughs> And it's based on Mopsy One, who is happily safe with his yes. ex-wife somewhere. Yeah. They've both been killed by the monster. No, they haven't. <laughs> they haven't. They moved. Oh, God. Away. How much? So that's, what, that's what we say. The Mopsy Ten. One went to live on a farm. How, how much damage was that? Ten points of damage. Ten points of damage. How's Mopsy looking as it takes a morning star to the back of the head? <laughs> <laughs> Might be the worst thing I've ever done in my it's life. It's okay. Still got 30 hit points left. It's okay. Hench for a toy poodle. Yeah. Yes, go wow. on, Mopsy Two. So yeah, a yeah. bit of a stunned expression, sort of drops to the floor, gives <laughs> shoots you an expression. And then Deacon obviously expects, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, that wasn't intended for you. <laughs> Not at all. You also get a look from Gary. <laughs> Again, not intended for the dog. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Obviously, aiming for the big thing with the tentacles, right? <laughs> Let's Fetch. all be clear. Fetch. So, Fetch. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Turn and run? Yes, I turn and <laughs> run. Nice. I'm like, no, right, I need to like, get out of here. You get it's your moving. 30 feet along, and yeah, you catch up right behind Gail again. Um, it's then the stalker's turn. Oh. So it's going to make a few attacks. Mm. Um, and one of those is to harpoon Mopsy 2. It's not a real dog. That's a 16 to hit. 13 plus PB. Proficiency bonus. Which is 3. So it, oh, yeah. So it's. Meets say it, that misses. That would be brilliant. Meets it, beats it. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> no. So my attack meets it. Oh. No, hang on. Meets it, beats it. No, meets it for the saving throw, isn't it? Beats it for the. No, meets it, beats it, as in, if I reach that number, uh, it succeeds, the roll succeeds, so... Do you get hit? That's 21 points of piercing damage. And the target is grappled as a spike drives its way through through Mopsy's lower half, we'll say, and opens to (laughs) clamp in on on the other side. Magical dog. Not real. Yeah, really important to remember. Yeah. Uh, it's then going to use the rest of its attack to just throw Mopsy over the side. <gasps> oh, no. And, uh, and then it's going to start crawling toward you all along this narrow ledge. Um, and as it kind of moves toward this very narrow space, its appendages just attach to the wall and the, the sheer drop and start dragging its way along this, uh, along this space. It is Thorn's turn. Okay, shooting arrows at it isn't doing anything at all. I've told everyone to run. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. How far away is is it? It. It's it's about forty feet from you. Yikes! Yep. And how far away is Eloise from me? About thirty feet. You carried on running, didn't you? Yeah, but I didn't dash, so yeah, I think... So just 30 feet, and you're readying your dash for when someone comes up who's got a better idea. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to head 30 feet along, Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to ready my dash for when Gale goes past to follow Gale. Amazing. Yeah, so you start, you dive into the tunnel, sort of reach the bit of landing, dive into the tunnel, and yeah, you come straight up to Eloise. There is a bit more space in these tunnels that you can move around each other. 
But yeah, thank you. You're both just stood there in the darkness, like, where are we going? Where are we going? This, this thing has already started branching. Yeah. So um, that is it. Ready your action for when Gale appears. Brilliant. Uh, Gale, it's your turn. Does the tunnel look like when we get in there, the monster's not going to fit? Doesn't look like it could fit, but it's also definitely following you. I think if it's following us, I'm going to need to cast Counter Charm. Mm-hmm. Um, which means that until the end of my next turn, I'm telling it a scary story, even though it doesn't want to hear one. Um, and it means that anyone within 30 feet of me, mm-hmm. which I believe is... Everyone, I think. Everyone. Except for Gary. You two have kind of run on ahead through a tunnel. Oh, right, so I yeah, would say right. it's it's just so th- Gary and Deacon. Guys, yeah. yeah. And, Currently. And Mopsy too? Mopsy too is... It's been thrown. He's gone. Mm. Um, I'm not 100% sure whether it includes me or not, but I'll look that up. Mm-hmm. Um, has advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. <gasps> yeah. Amazing. Because oh. I feel like we need that. And that's, and even as you move, that's then anyone that's within 30 feet of you, right? As an action, you can start a performance that lasts until the end of your next turn. As in, you've got all of this turn and actually the whole of your next turn yeah. as well. Yeah. As I move, does that mean the 30-foot radius... Stays with you. Stays with me. But also, everybody's got a turn before it's the stalker's turn again. Yeah. I'm next to Deacon currently, right? Mm-hmm. But if I move 30 feet, I'm no, no longer within range of Deacon anymore, right? That's true. Yeah, but we're waiting... Oh, but you've got a turn before the stalker's yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 so yeah. turn. Yeah, I'm right next yeah. to you, so it doesn't matter. So yeah. you, can, you can... I will literally be on the edge of it. So actually, no, if you can only move 30 feet, then I would still be on the edge of it, right? Yeah, so you will have moved up by the time you're in trouble. Um, I'm also going to, like, turn to you, Deacon, and give you a wink as I am retelling the plot of Scream to the stalker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, this old one. (laughs) And and thus inspiring you. Nice. (laughs) With one D8. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Amazing. Because you love that story so much, did you? Yeah, I did. I did. It's true. Um, and then I'm going to move 30 feet. Great. So, yeah, you um, you come around it again. You move right up to where um, uh, Eloise and, and Thorn are. And having used your action, do not pass them. But they are very much listening to you tell a scary story, <laughs> which I'm sure is exactly what you need in this yeah. situation. Right, guys? Yep. Um, brilliant. It is then Eloise's turn. Can I see the monster coming out? From where you are, no. You can't see the creature at all anymore because you're within a tunnel. All right, can I hear it? You can hear scraping. You can hear the panicked cries of the others. You can hear... (laughs) Oh, oh, that's dark. Hey, it's still got nine hit points left. Who knows? Uh, I believe in Mopsy. Mopsy's probably on a little ledge. Sure. Poops out of existence. That couple hundred foot fall. I know, yeah. They didn't do nothing to it. They've got a little tea party going on. Spin-off adventure. Spin-off adventure. Mopsy 2. The further adventures of Mopsy 2. Yeah. So you've... So Gail's cast a spell that's boosted us. Like, So I would have felt that. Something like... Yeah. So thrown through my body. Exactly. Hearing hearing this this story actually Mm. does have a calming effect. It's a really good story. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'll tell you another one if you want. (laughs) Buckling. Survive first. Fight or run. Decide now. You just talking to yourself or <laughs> talking to the group. <laughs> Fight run. everyone's or running. Run. Run. Which way? I just told right. you left, right, right. No, no, left. no. Just just left for now. And then just direct me as we go. Is it left now? 
Or is okay. it up to me? Yes, left now. Inside check. Just don't trust Gail. 17. <laughs> is it left? It is left. Yeah. It's fucking run left! <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, you get about 10 feet before there's another branch. Oh. God! <laughs> <laughs> the distance. Left in which way? Left in where? Like, the, the, the left and right? Was it left? Straight. <laughs> you can't quite see her from this distance now, oh, but no. um, hearing her, I don't know whether or not you trust the way she said straight. Oh, no. I'm going to wait. Cool. I'm going to wait. I'm going to stop, turn, and I can't see anyone. Gonna draw Winter's Kiss again. Mm-hmm. Draw the sword back out. Like something is foul in the air, and it's a smell I'm accustomed to. And I'm just gonna stand my ground and wait. Nice, Captain Gary. It's your turn. Okay, I see my precious Mopsy thrown over the uh, precipice, but their sacrifice and their bravery will not be in vain, and I will summon them again. Should I make my way out of this myself mm-hmm. um, so okay uh, so I'm going to use that to drive me on um, how far is Deacon in front of me you ran didn't you 30, 30, 30 feet 30 feet yeah. okay so I I'm only going to be able to run 30 feet so there's no point in me wasting my action to dash so I'd actually say with that 30 feet you probably got up to the the ledge so if you did want to dash past Deacon you could oh okay then I'm gonna <laughs> run. <laughs> run, run, yeah. Yep. Get myself behind Gale. Action, dash, boom. Nice. Yep, you're right up behind Gale. Like you're in that little little space. Um, Eloise, as you're sort of just turning up, Eloise has just darted out of this, uh, like down left. Uh, does she know where she's going? I'd, or are we following you? I know where I'm going. Lead the way. Great. As you're all kind of edging down, uh, Deacon. I'm kind of slightly break out of initiative at this point because you are all just running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, Deacon, you are slightly, slightly behind everybody. So mm-hmm. as you're the last one to like sort of dart into the tunnel, you see this creature just literally crawling, grabbing its way right along the ridge, right along the wall. And even as you're kind of running into the tunnel, it's reaching the end of the tunnel. Gail, where are you leading everyone? Straight. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. You're going to go left first? Yeah, I'm going to go left and then straight. <laughs> no, 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 I was giving you the right direction. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, can everybody please make dexterity saving throws, please? Ooh, As you start throws. charging through tunnels um, in the dark, your your lanterns dancing around um, the dancing lights, which are still kind of following, <laughs> little like burning things, still following Gale. A dexterity mm. saving throw? Yes, please. We all have advantage. Oh, what well, oh, your thing? I just yes. rolled a natural one, so ah. thank you. Nice. I was just going like, oh, I cast that too late. Then I was like, no, yeah. because we're all within thirty feet. Yeah. Um, the entire time, yeah, this this scary story following Gale. She's she's so <laughs> she's so preoccupied with telling the story. Oh my nice. gosh, she scores very badly. Oh no, what did I, you... I rolled a natural one. Oh. <gasps> um, but luckily, I didn't. Add it on. With advantage. Yeah. Um, which means she rolled four, I think. Yeah. Four. Oh. Okay, so... What, you did you roll two natural ones, then? A one and a three is what I rolled. Oh. 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 That's bad. Yeah, what did I got everyone, advantage, everyone get? but I didn't bother to 
do any further on it because I got a non-natural twenty. So we got a four. What from did you get a natural twenty though? Non-natural. No, I'm going for non-natural twenty. I got a nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just gonna stick with it. Nice. Um, you got a uh, a four. Four. Um, I got a twenty-three. Nineteen. 18. Fantastic. It, as like a group roll, I will say there is a point that as you're darting round a tunnel, Gale goes flying. Like literally <gasps> hits, like takes a corner too quickly, hits, uh, goes tumbling across the floor, but with all of you right there behind her, like there is a brief oh. moment of like, mm. you know, trip over her. She's up on her feet again. Okay. And you are running till eventually, yep, yeah, the, the tunnels open out and there is a rope bridge. Oh my gosh. Out directly into the darkness. Now, Gail, you know this bridge. You trust its bridge. And you just start across it. Everybody else, what are you doing? (laughs) Same thing. Same. Gonna go across the bridge. I will cast Guidance on myself. Nice. And... Sprint across the bridge. Is is it light? Can we see anything? No. No. no, In fact, you cannot see the other side of the bridge. I'm going for it. Run across the bridge. And Diggy's gonna ask first. So it's all right. Should we be doing this? Um, and then she does that thing that I like to do on rope bridges, where she like rocks it from side to side oh, and says, no. "We are safe. Like we are safe as houses on this bridge." Then goes, "All right, then I'm coming." And Great. just goes. Any reservations from the captain? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna um, just kind of take a little moment to just investigate how load bearing this seems to be with everybody else running onto yeah, it. Mm. Very fair point. Um, that would be a uh, 23. 23. Um, it looks. It actually looks pretty secure. You couldn't drive a cart across it. You don't think that creature would be able to cross it. But all of you, a little bit spaced out. I think you. Yeah, you're. You're. You're actually quite trusting in the way that this is tied. All right. From what you can see. From what I can see, it's the best option we have. Yeah. Running over, dashing everything. Can I ask David? Just as we're dashing on, do, are we still hearing the creature? Like, or has it sort of faded into the distance? Um, make a perception check. 22. 22. Yeah, you can hear it. You can hear movement. Uh, and you've spent a bit of time in here. You can hear movement that you do not normally hear. Get across the bridge. Does it sound like this is coming through the tunnel to the bridge? No. It sounds like it is following you in different ways. Oh. Uh, go. So cutting the bridge isn't going to necessarily help us from where we can hear them. If you can get to the other side. Okay. Uh, this is quite a long bridge. Um, can you all make... Uh, I'm going to say an athletics check to see mm-hmm. how fast you can run across it. <laughs> Got two athletics. points of exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Degale's um, charms. It's the end of my next turn. Oh, what I would say is anyone with a first level of exhaustion is making this a disadvantage. Yeah, I was going to say, disadvantage on ability checks. I've got two levels of exhaustion. I just rolled a natural. Does that make a difference, or just the second level just affects your speed? Right. What was this? It's an athletics check. So I said I cast guidance on myself. Mm-hmm. You've also got bardic inspiration. I mean, You've also got bardic inspiration. What? I was... Maybe what bardic inspiration is for me? One d eight, if you need it. On top Six of minus one, five. Could you say athletics? Athletics. Yes. So Eloise, what'd you get? Thirteen. Thirteen. Thorn. Five. What? With <gasps> guidance. Ooh. Oh. Gary. A ten. Ten. Gail. Thirteen. Thirteen. Seventeen. 17. Deacon is on it. Um, I think you are pretty close behind Gail 
and then it gets to the point that Gail is not being fast enough for you so there is a brief shimmy where you make your way in front instead <laughs> um, and yeah you you make a good way you don't reach the other side that's how long this is but as uh, you you get pretty close to it you can feel the, the sort of you get past the the middle sag of the bridge and you're sort of coming up the other side can everybody make a dexterity saving throw as the entire bridge is shaken at the other end? Oh no. The end you got on at. We're not at advantage anymore on this, are we? This is just This is just roll. a saving throw. Is, just a straight roll. Is this an exhaustion disadvantage? No. no oh no. good. Um Okay. <gasps> natural twenty! You get nice. so many of those! That's mad! This is the natural twenty bowl. Mm. For the listeners, oh. I am pointing uh, to where me and Grace are currently oh, rolling. What type of throw is this one, sorry? This is a dexterity saving throw. So, basically, your your target is 13. Way! Uh, 13 oh. and above, you manage to keep a hold of the rope. Oh, great. And stay on the bridge. Yes! Yes. Yeah. Anybody below? Brilliant. So, yeah, this, this <laughs> brilliant. entire... Br- brilliant. Oh, good. What That's really a good. dude. This entire bridge shakes. Like, it's almost as if someone has grabbed the end and, like, whipped it. And, like, this ripple ripples along... Because you're all running along slightly panicked anyway. Like, you grab the hold of the side, are thrown up. All of your feet come off of the wooden boards. Slam back down. You keep trying to run. Um, Can everyone make another athletics check to see how fast you can run? Oh, my God. Disadvantage for those with uh, first level of exhaustion. I don't have time to cast guidance on myself, do I? I'm too busy running. Athletics? I'll say no, yeah, for this one. Athletics. Athletics. Heck. Okay. Got it. We'll go around. Uh, oh, 14. Deacon. 14 for Deacon. 11. 11 for Gail. 4. Ooh. 4 for Gary. 7. Cool. 13. 13. Okay, so again, Deacon, having like, just held on, you run and you are nearly off. Of, you can just about start making out a bit of, a bit of stonework, a bit of like grey, dark stone, just peeking out of yeah. the darkness, but you're not quite there yet. Um, everybody else... It's shaking you up. It's uh, trying to keep your feet on these boards. There is just a pit, an abyss beneath you. Uh, uh, it's, it's being thrown around. Um, can you all make another dexterity saving throw, oh, please? Oh, Straight roll. Goodness me. Trying to kill us. <laughs> I don't like oh, to say I had an advantage. Oh, actually, it was six last time. I forgot it was saving roll. Oh, oh no. Oh. Oh no. So it's actually the same target again. So 13 above. 14. 19. Great. Who failed that? Me. Me. Oh, did I need to do it as well? Sorry. You're almost there, but you're still on the bridge. Uh, 14. 14. That just succeeds. (gasps) Just. (sighs) The rope bridge snaps. At the edge that you got on at. And those that succeeded hold on as this bridge swings (gasps) down and slams into a wall. Those that did not succeed (gasps) do not hold on (gasps) and fall into the darkness. (gasps) Who's fallen? Who's fallen? Who's fallen? Eloise and Gary. Eloise and Gary. Um, those of you who have collided with the dirt, <gasps> with the with the wall, <gasps> you take. Oh, oh, not too bad. Um, 
six points of bludgeoning damage and hang there in the darkness for a moment. Um, Corbin Mopsy! (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Uh, I was the furthest ahead, wasn't I? Mm -hmm. You're holding on to the rope um, banisters? That's not what you call them, but the ropes of the rope bridge. Um, The slats of the wood that you were running on you think you could get your hat, your fingers between them, actually, to it might be an easier grip to climb, but you are just about holding on. Um So um Digma call back to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh Is anyone else on here? Anyone else anyone else hanging on? I've still hanging on, I've got an idea. Still just about hanging on. Anyone else? Anyone else? Gary? Anyways? Mopsy? Okay, okay I think I... I <laughs> Mopsy. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> I did, I, I'm just, I'm just going to... I'm going to laugh. Um, one side of the bridge slackens David, a bit. How far am I from the top of the bridge? Probably about 30 foot climb. <laughs> 30 foot climb? Oh Misty step. <gasps> to the top. Nice. Oh, Misty step to the top, and I'm chucking a rope down. <gasps> oh, okay. So, um, is it somewhere you have to see? Yes. Can I see the top? Uh, actually, I say with your lantern, you sort of glance it up a little bit. If it if it makes it oh, more what's manageable. Your, what's your dark vision? Like 60, uh, 60 feet, foot. Then, yeah, you but can. But also, <gasps> I have a climbing speed. Oh, you can climb up then. I have a climbing speed, because I'm level six ranger. Yeah. Cancel the misty step. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for some other time. Can I start climbing? Climbing up? Yeah. And can I do all do all three of you climb? Are you all trying? That's to... what I'm going to have a look at. Um, and just... what I would like to do, if I may, mm. if I if I'm feeling confident climbing mm. myself, can I start passing out the rope to the other two as I climb up? As you get past them. As I get past them, I'm going to give you rope. Can I see the top? Do you have dark vision? Yes. Then yeah, I'd say you could all just about start seeing the top of. Then there. I'm going to okay. face step to the top. Okay. Yeah. That's basically misty step but yeah is that what you want to do yeah, i mean yeah then I, then i can start like getting a rope down doing it that way yeah combine the two answers um do you want to pass a rope around yeah and then you teleport up yeah yeah i'll bring you up a rope Puff. yeah <gasps> what cool. happens when you teleport with a rope what i'm gonna say is that the rope suddenly pulls taut to do it like that yeah that you almost yeah, like yeah. physically oh, move through the space physics. yeah carrying the rope up with you when you reach the top as a figure stood there. Oh, brilliant. Oh. Oh, wait, am I up the top now as well? Am nope. I... Wait, oh. Not yet. So they didn't give me... So the... Oh, part. no, I'm giving you the rope on the way up. Way past. So, Thorn has climbed past everybody, past the rope to Deacon and Gale. Gale then teleports up to the top. So everybody has a hold of the rope and it's hanging down. Gale, what you see is a dark-robed figure, sort of crook-like staff in hand. Brilliant pale white face with a permanent grin across great and it just pushes you <gasps> oh. oh oh we're all tied onto a rope oh <laughs> <laughs> and the two of you see gail fall past you 
Can you both make dexterity saving throws? I will grip on Actually, as hard as I make can. Make it a strength saving throw, I would say. Oh, I've got advantage on dexterity. No, because it's whether or not you're like holding throw. on enough, not whether or not you're dump- diving out the way or anything like that. So it's literally the strength to hold onto the wood as opposed to being pulled off by the weight of Gale's body falling into the abyss. <gasps> Natural 20! 16? 16, I will say with the natural 20. 22. You do fall off, but the 20, basically you fall down past past Thorn, who is like grabbed on, grabs you, and you slam into the the, 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 the bridge Thorn beneath him. Just Gale, sunk you also like feel the in. rope pulling you right the way around. You slam into the wall. Um, oh. uh, Gale and Deacon, you both take another three points of, of bludgeoning damage. But as you sort of panic look up to see what the hell's going on you can feel that the bridge something is messing with the ropes up there oh my god bridge oh and one side of the the ropes get completely loose and that everything that you're holding on to that sort of your fingers shoved between the, the the planks of wood those planks of wood grip suddenly as they they swing shut Trapping your hand wall? within Is there it all. On the wall? No, my hands are trapped. You have one hand trapped between planks of wood holding on, your other hand trying to hold this rope with two flailing people at the bottom of it. And we're holding on to just the rope, or we're holding on to. You're kind of upside down holding on to the rope. <sighs> right. Thorn, what are you doing? Oh. <laughs> There's nothing good that's going to happen here. <laughs> Can I see anything below me? No. Can I see anything to hold on to on the wall? If you can get a hand free, yeah. Can I try and pull a hand free? Yeah. Oh, no. Try and pull a hand Oh, free. God. I'd say this is a dexterity saving throw. In trying to manage your hands to get one out of a clamped piece of wood you're pretty sure some fingers are broken in there joy of being a shifter broken fingers oh man nine as you release your hand from the rope which is tied around you you kind of reach up to get your other hand free and as you pull apart the wood and get one hand out the wood kind of clamps down on your other hand and both fall oh all three of you tumble into the darkness. Oh! And that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh, I hope you've all enjoyed this two episodes <laughs> mini arc. The death of oh Deacon Fireheart. I don't think it's bitten. over. I don't think it's over. No, I don't think it's We've over. We've all just fallen into We've the darkness. We've just fallen into the darkness, yes. darkness no, but still. No, they shouldn't oh. check back in two weeks for another episode. There won't be one. <laughs> You have been listening to the gruesome adventures of Deacon Fireheart Buttons with David Knight as your dungeon master Sarah Gain as Deacon Ben Galpin as Thorn Daryl Bailey as Eloise Grace Kelly Miller as Gary and Vicky Gaskin as Gail Original music by David Knight 
Editing by Pippa Beckford. Please tell your friends, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Do you like scary stories? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.